What's going on, Brock? This is your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington, uh, here at General Fitness Company Studio. Today is Wednesday, December 28th, 2022, and this is Season 9, Episode number 140. This is one of those episodes that uh, I've been thinking about for a little while. A couple of my clients have asked me uh, throughout the years, like, how do you stay so young? Not me specifically, but in general, like, how do you stay young? And it's actually, it's a, it's a couple of things. You know, obviously eating right and uh, exercising regularly, uh, but... To get more specific, that exercise, a lot of people believe it's just like going out and doing your cardio and, you know, lifting weights, doing stuff like uh, calisthenics, stuff like that. And that's great. But one thing that has, like, been around for decades, and I shouldn't even say decades, millennia, even in, like... 8th century BC, I think when uh, yoga was founded, this is something uh, that essentially is uh, a little bit outside of what we normally think about as fitness, but is a very important part of your fitness. It's called fascial conditioning. Now, fascial conditioning, to kind of break this down, uh, I'm going to talk about this more in the episode, but fascia is the connective tissue in your muscles, joints, ligaments, and in your organs. Essentially, Fascia is what makes your whole body stay together. So your fascia is pretty much everywhere throughout your body, but in your skin, fascia is uh, in your ligaments, it's in your tendons, and it connects your muscles together. So fascia, translation for fascia, is bundle. So essentially is what bundles everything together. It's what keeps stuff together. So you can imagine if you have strong and healthy fascia, you're going to have strong and healthy skin. You know, you're not going to have saggy skin. You're going to have tight skin. Uh, you're going to have eliminate uh, injuries because you're going to be flexible and mobile and your joints will be able to move pretty much any way you want them to. And of course, you'll just feel better because you'll be moving better, you know? So we're gonna be talking about fascial conditioning. We're gonna be talking about how we can keep your skin tight. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about how you can most importantly eliminate injuries completely from your workout routine. And that's with fascial conditioning. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Season nine, episode number 140. And we're gonna call this one, Stay Young. Lego. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> I wanted to talk today about fascial conditioning. You know, it's kind of an important thing that not a lot of people are talking about. It's been around for years. Uh, people use it with yoga. It got a little bit more intense with Russian kettlebells. Uh, but it's something that is an integral part of a healthy workout routine that not a lot of people are talking about or, of course, not doing. So what is fascial conditioning? First, what is fascia? Well, fascia is kind of still unknown. If you look it up anywhere, essentially it'll say it's a broad term for connective tissue in your body. So essentially what that means is that what everything, uh, what your organs, your uh, muscles, your joints, your ligaments, those are all fascia. So essentially everything that connects your body together is fascia. 
So what is fascial conditioning? Well, essentially fascial conditioning is training those pieces, those parts that connect your muscles together and your organs together and your joints and your ligaments together and making sure that they stay stable and stay strong throughout the duration of your lifetime. Now, you might ask yourself, what is the difference between that and normal weight training? Well, the difference is that with normal weight training, you increase the intensity on the muscles and you decrease the intensity on your ligaments and tendons. That's why you see a lot of people that when they overtrain, they end up having some ligament or tendon damage rather than having a muscular damage. It's a little more rare for people to have muscular damage from weight training than tendon or ligament damage. So that means that they probably have been overtraining the muscle and not training the ligaments and tendons or training the fascia, the connective tissue that helps keep those muscles moving. So what can you do outside of lifting weights? What is fascial conditioning? Well, there's a lot of different uh, theories, a lot of different methods that you can use. Obviously, like I mentioned earlier, yoga is a very interesting way that you can get into uh, fat containing your fascia. Another way you can do that is with simple mobility training. All right. We're going to talk about a few exercises today that we can actually get you that can help you get into a little bit more of a conditioned fashion for your fascia. So first, what I want to talk about is a dirty dog. Now, that's one of my favorite exercises. This is an exercise where you put your hands on the floor, put your knees on the floor, and you lift your knee up to the side, okay? So what that does is, what that does is actually helps you train your glutes, your gluteus medius, your gluteus minimus, those side glutes, your side butt is what I like to call it, and it helps you stabilize your hips. So a lot of people think about like doing hip thrusts with weights or squats. I've actually talked about squats in earlier episodes or earlier segments, and they're great exercises to help you strengthen your glutes and strengthen your legs. But again, that, we're just talking about strengthening the muscle. If we want to strengthen the fascia, then we're going to try to work on the range of motion. We're going to try to work on not necessarily putting a heavy load on the body, at least not at first, but we want to f- focus more on trying to achieve a high range of motion with control. All right, so that's my first favorite exercise. I'm talking a lot about lower body exercises. The reason why I'm talking about these lower body exercises is because I thoroughly believe that a lot of people sit too much. So what we need to do is we need to train those, uh, those muscles that are your sit muscles. So that's important. As again, these are muscles, but those connective tissues that help you push your hips up and push your hips forward are going to be very integral integral into your standing positions, okay? So if you don't really have good strength and you don't have good mobility in the connective tissues, well then, unfortunately, you're probably going to use your lower back a lot more than you want to when you're standing. All right, so my next favorite exercise is a simple knee lift, all right? So what you're going to do is essentially you're going to stand in one place, you're going to lift your knee up as high as you can, and you're gonna put it back down. Very simple, yep. So the reason why I like this exercise is because the hip flexors, when you sit, they're in a constant flexion position, all right? So they're essentially, they're tight. They're tight little balls when you're sitting in, in any kind of chair or any kind of seated position. And we normally sit for eight to 10 hours a day. So what you wanna do is you wanna strengthen those muscles so that when you're sitting, you're activating them and not just having them passively waste away. So you're driving your knee up as high as you can, then you're bringing it back down. 
Now your goal here is with this uh, fascial conditioning is to try to reach your knee up higher with each repetition without moving your body around or contorting your body in a way that your knee is going to lift up but you're going to be leaning back or leaning forward to reach that knee up. All right? All right, and so for our final movement is a shoulder car, okay? So essentially what you're going to do is you're going to put one hand on your chest, you're going to put the other arm out full extension down towards the floor, you're going to have your thumb facing forward or up, and you're going to reach as far back as you can. As you reach as far back as you can, you're going to rotate your hand once you get to your furthest range of motion. So essentially you're going to have your thumb forward, thumb down, then you're going to have it forward, you're going to reach it up, and as you reach up as high as you can, you're going to reach your palm facing outward as you go back around your body, and you're going to bring your hand back down to your side. So that's a great way to strengthen your fascia and your shoulder. You don't necessarily have to do a bunch on a shoulder press. You don't have to do a bunch of push-ups. All you have to do is work that range of motion and train your shoulders to be more flexible and more mobile. So fascial conditioning, there's a lot of different ways. I just talked about a few of them. There's a lot of different ways you can do or you can use to uh, improve your fascial conditioning. Uh, any way you can try is, is great. The important things are that you want to make sure that you are not necessarily going to that full range of motion where you're having pain. So your full range of motion should still be a comfortable position because, again, we're training, we're conditioning your body. We're not trying to kill your body. <laughs> so you want to focus on conditioning your fascia any way you can, anytime you can. This is one thing that you can do pretty much every day. I highly encourage you to just try something simple like that shoulder car we did or just reaching and touching your toes. That actually helps, again, that fascia, that, uh, connect, that connective tissue between your hamstrings and your glutes as well as in the back of your knees to help you with the flexion and extension of your knees. So yeah, anything you do is good. So exercise any way you can. <laughs> highly encourage you to do it. So I do appreciate you listening. And as always, keep good company. Thank you.